I save um, chicken carcasses. Yeah. So like when I do buy yeah. whole chickens. You make like a bone broth or like yeah. a stew it down situation. Yeah. So yeah. I'll do all the bones and like the um, the extra neck and like gizzard stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll yep. save all of that. Gizzards. Gizzards. Um, the, the kidneys and the heart and the... Oh, it's not neck stuff. I thought gizzards no, were like from neck. the neck. No. Okay. Is there a flavor in the people eating the livers and stuff? Yeah. Because the liver is like the trash can of the body, right? <laughs> you're processing You're processing all the junk that goes through the body and the liver, right? Right. But the liver cells themselves are not necessarily filled the garbage yeah, yeah they're not the garbage themselves <laughs> okay they clean out the garbage and put it to the they're, colon they're not the trash can no. they're the trash man of the body there you go yeah okay and the can itself can get a pretty good cleaning yeah pretty, i mean you just spray that thing out it's the lining that just needs a little spray once there in a while yeah. yeah so by boiling it in the water it's getting that clean <laughs> yeah. feel getting that clean feel mm-hmm. yeah wow mm-hmm. well we're Soup. recording Great. Oh, great. This is episode 79. Getting the breeze. Yeah. Talking about soup. Guzzard. Gizzards. Necks. Guzzards. Guzzards. <laughs> like I guzzled that. Guzzled that no, drink. I definitely do not do that. No. No. Slammed it. Slammed yeah. is, is a better word than guzzled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like other cultures besides the um, white American culture, you, you like people grow up using the whole animal mm. and not wasting anything. And then people are like, oh, eat part of a drumstick and throw it out. And you're like, you're wasting so much and people would use the rest of this animal for something. Or if you get a full chicken. I kind of feel that way when I'm watching Hot Ones. Do you watch that show at all? Yeah. yeah. They take like one bite and I'm like, what happened to the rest of the chicken? Yeah, you got to clean it. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, I think they're in pain yeah, sure. for a lot of those. So <laughs> Yeah, they Have are. You, dude, Holly Berries. Oh, I haven't seen it. She kills every wing and Dang. like cleans it. Wow. She can yeah. handle heat. Yeah. 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 I'm impressed. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. That's the skill. I don't think I could make it. Like, I get stressed out sometimes when I'm eating spicy food. I do like it, mm-hmm. but I get stressed, you know, a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I can have a conversation while I'm doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, there are people on there that have just been like, like whoa, like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Gordon Ramsay yeah. was just cussing a lot. Yeah. And, and, and he's he like, also asked for like a million things. He was like, bring me ice cream and then rice <laughs> and then milk. <laughs> And then like fries. Well, he's a chef. He deserves all the best stuff. Cream. Yeah, and then like just sucked on a lime at <laughs> mm-hmm. one point. It's like insane. Wow, he's yeah. he's well, trained his whole life to combat this one foe. Yeah, of, like too hot food because he doesn't eat hot well, stuff because he, his palate. British. Right. Yeah. Oh, British too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the palate you you, you got to be able to taste all this stuff, and if you've seared your palate, suddenly everyone's food you're judging tastes bad. I don't think it works that way. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I mean, you guys eat hot stuff. Yeah. You tell me. I well, feel like it sears my mouth every time I get anything in there. So, I mean, the feeling of burning <laughs> is different than... <laughs> <laughs> is that the way I said it? Yeah. 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 So okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, so, so, so when some food hits my mouth that's spicy, yeah, it done. sears it. Yeah. And I spit it out. Can't taste anything else. Yeah. So. Seared. I mean, I, I feel you a little bit. I think temporarily, if something's too hot, it's harder for me to taste the flavors. But once you get a building, like a tolerance to that capsaicin, then there's a lot of flavors that come from hot things that now you can taste. What was that mm-hmm. word you used? Capsa- capsaicin. Capsaicin. I've never heard that word uh-uh. before. Oh, really? That's the, that's the chemical uh, that's oh. responsible for the hot feeling, capsaicin. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Can you, turn the, can you do something to turn that thing off? <laughs> 
and then I could eat anything and not yeah, worry can about it. Can you put it. a cap on yeah, the yeah. capsaicin? Well, so that's why Gordon Ramsay probably wanted ice cream or limes, is there's certain things that will neutralize that. I think fats yeah. is maybe one of them, like milk, right? Oh, yeah. So people yeah. drink milk. Uh, but uh, the other thing is you can build a tolerance to that. Uh, and so your body over time, I don't know how that works, but uh, like if you eat enough spicy food, then that's why people like when you go to Thailand, you know, they're just like, oh, what? Like you don't have an issue or like, why is this an issue for you? But for mm-hmm. us, it's like, it's a big mm-hmm. problem. And the reason I bring up Thai food is because it's most often the kind of food that I'm ordering that I'm trying to press the spice limits on. Yeah. Now I have to order off menu. Uh, <laughs> doesn't mean I enjoy it, but uh, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. 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 But, but you, so you're getting, you win. I win. Yeah. They yeah. know that they can respect they me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, by ordering off the menu? Being like, how about six stars? No, I hate, honestly, I hate doing that. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. like it's like a one out of four, right? And you're like, oh, how many stars? And if you say a number that's not on the scale, it just seems like you're an idiot. Uh, but I feel like I feel seven. like it's okay if you're, um, what's that called? Ignorant. No. <laughs> uh, like you go there a lot. You're a right. If you're uh, regular, regular. Yes. Boy. Uh, yeah. Boy. It's okay to ask for more stars. That <laughs> should be boy. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That should be fine to ask for more stars. I think it's fine to ask for more stars, but uh, but I like to do it by not asking for stars directly. Like I want to ask for, uh, you know, like can you add Thai chilies to that or something, which is pretty much yeah. saying like can you do this mm-hmm. with yeah. more stars. Uh, but then you're not just seeming like you don't understand how like numbering works. Well, and I've asked for like no stars in other states when ordering Thai food. And they're like, what do you mean stars? Like yeah. there, it's a Washington thing yeah. or our region or whatever. But they're, they're like, oh, um, what heat level would you like? Right. But like stars are not a thing. Mm, I'm like, oh, zero stars. And like, what do you mean? <laughs> what? Explain. Yeah. And it's like Idaho or Explain. Portland, <laughs> Portland, maybe. I don't know. What do you mean by that? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I haven't thought about people just saying, I mean, he, like stars is just an easy way of like showing it on a menu. How do they show it? Yeah. Like how do they show it on their menus? They just say like level one, I've two, seen, three, maybe. I've seen little chili. Oh yeah. Peppers, I've seen the chili peppers But they too. still call it stars. Mm. And Here. when I've seen the chili pepper ones, they don't, uh, it's not flexible. Uh, like they're letting you know how hot the dish was. There's this place oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Ballard mm. called, uh, oh man. It's the Matador. No, it's <laughs> across the street from the Matador actually though. Uh, mm. I was so close. Um, uh, Pestle Rock. Oh, okay. And it's like North Thai cuisine. So it's oh. kind of very regional feeling. It has a lot more like turmeric and things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really great. Would recommend anyone who's mm-hmm. checking that stuff out or who likes Thai food. Uh, yeah. Because it's a unique Thai experience. I, I Like you go there and aside from it just being a good restaurant, it's just like not like the regular stuff that you've had. Uh, Got it. But they just tell you how hot a dish is and it's not like an option. They're just like, yeah, if yeah. you want something you spicy, like, that's look great. Out. Yeah. 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 I like that idea because it's like for them, they know how this dish should taste, right? It's like people distilling liquor. It's the same thing. You know, it's like a lot of times they put it in a bottle at the percentage that they think you should drink it at because that's the best experience Mm -hmm. uh rather than like i mean i like cask strength stuff too or like you know heavy proof things or like you know having the ability to ask for more spice than i need but uh like oftentimes you're just having like this experience that like you're missing the point you know like it's like whoa (laughs) you know like that's that's a lot of something you're not enjoying yourself well you may be enjoying it but it's like you're not getting 
like like you may just be missing a lot of detail you know kind of like what you were saying if you're not used to all that heat and you're ordering something all the time that's like five or ten stars or something like that yeah you're just like it doesn't taste like anything you know sears yeah. your mouth it just yeah. like ghost pepper for yeah. example just yeah. ruins the flavor heat, or yeah, whatever heat for heat's sake mm -hmm. i'm not a fan of yeah, yeah. it just yeah. burns yeah so they have the one chip challenge and those are one chip like challenge. i forget the company that did it but it's like everyone in the house that tried it was like puking or like <laughs> within five minutes like spitting saliva into a bucket because their their mouth was just so yeah. done and yeah. that's one chip wow soaked in whatever yeah, yeah. So, so you guys get hiccups when you eat something too spicy no um, i would for sure yeah Oh, right. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. I get hiccups yeah. or like burpiness from fast food. So I know it's bad for me already. And that's just not even spicy fast food. I think I got a spicy chicken sandwich once and I took it back. <laughs> I've been going to Chick-fil-A yeah. and going through the drive through for breakfast. And every time I'm like, oh, don't worry. I don't need any of the salsa. Like you can mm. save the packet. I don't want to waste it. Zalza. Right. Yeah. So then it every is also. So every time it's I go also. through. 99% of the time, I still get the salsa in there. And I've just explicitly asked, yeah. not explicitly, because I'd be angry, <laughs> yeah. just swearing at them. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, very firmly asked that I do not need the salsa because I don't want to waste it. Explicitly. So, expli I, I explicitly. Explicitly asked. Yes. Just, Mother, yeah. I don't need the, the, the salsa. Hey, kids. Yeah. Yeah. SpongeBob with the little boat horns going off all the time. <laughs> Sentence <laughs> enhancers. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm sitting in, in the car, and then at the drive-thru, I'm like, yeah, uh, thanks. And they're like, so no salsa? And I was like, yeah, I won't, I won't need it. I don't want to waste it. They're like, well, that's good that you don't waste it. And then they hand me the bag. And I open it up, and the salsa's in there. It's and just salsa. Yeah, the, they're probably like, oh, he didn't say no salsa. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he I go, I park says. for a moment to eat it, and I'm like, I'm, I could throw this out, mm -hmm. or I could walk in there and set this back on the counter. Is it a burrito? It's a, like it's a, a burrito, burrito bowl. Oh. Okay. I ordered like a, a burrito bowl, basically. I see. Do they drizzle salsa over it? No, it's a packet. So you could throw this out. Oh, I see. Throw the. I, I don't like. I gotta throw the whole meal out. No. <laughs> like, like, no, I'm yeah. like. I don't want to waste this salsa and yeah. throw it out. You guys can save this for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is like a moment of I'm taking a stand. I'm sick of like getting this salsa every time I come in and I say no and they just do it anyway. So I walked in and I went to hand it the girl that wasn't running the drive-through. I was I was thinking I was being nice. Did you berate her? No. I didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But I felt like I could have been like, "Hey, how's your day?" or something to kick it off. Instead, I was like, "Hey, got this in the meal. I always order it without, and I always get it. I wanted you guys to keep it because I don't want to waste it." And she's like, "Oh, okay, thanks." And then I like, I was like, "Yep." And then I walked out, and I was like, "I could have been maybe a little friendlier." Well, you know what? As soon as it's gone out of the restaurant, they're gonna have to throw it away anyways. Yeah. So you it's just, their yeah. loss. <laughs> it's really all of our loss. It's all I of like our loss because now that gets loss. thrown out. Yeah. But I didn't open it. Yeah. It just came in the bag. So what yeah. I should do is look and say, hey, I haven't touched this. Mm. And I'm going to check at the drive-thru from here on and look in there and be like, oh, you guys can take this Maybe back. Maybe you should bring the Zalsa to work and we can just have a little stash for when we have <laughs> yeah. meals. Yeah. Or back to your home. I would get two per take week. It to I do, and, and everyone hates it when stuff's brought there because it just sits in the fridge for oh. a year and it yeah. stacks up all those Sounds little packets right. mm -hmm. and people don't use them. You don't have to refrigerate those little things. Oh, maybe I don't. But I thought they were. Oh, yeah, they are but kind of you, normal. Uh, are they like a Taco Bell? If you Bell can't, should you be eating it? Mm. I don't. I don't want to yeah. eat yeah. it anyway. But I, I just don't like wasting stuff. Sure. If yeah. I don't have to, and also you the, waste my time. Uh, yeah. Well, I like wasting time. <laughs> Everyone. I like time. wasting yeah. people's time. I don't like wasting real things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I mean, well time is real. 
because we only have limited amount yeah. of it. But I feel like what I'm doing is not wasting time, even if someone else deems it wasting. Mm. That's maybe where it comes down. It's in the definition. But when I get a paper bag with the meal that I'm just getting in a container, I feel like it's wasteful because I don't even want it. But they're like, oh, we can't give you your food without a bag. I'm like, but the burrito's wrapped. <laughs> but so they won't do you it. You could recycle it. You know, like not just like recycling, but reusing, you know. Yes. Yeah. Or you could burn it. <laughs> That's the other option you could do, I guess. The, it's pla it's cardboard. It's the worst right? option. Paper? Yeah. Burning paper? I think that's Burning just anything. as far as, yeah, yeah. As far as the reuse, rethink, recycle, that's like not on the list. Burning yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, definitely not plastics. So Triple RB. Yeah. 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 RB. RB. You know, let's re re rethink, reuse, recycle, then burn it. If you oh, can't do burn's the last yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 No, it's not on there. I okay. have been getting really stressed out about global warming and okay. mm -hmm. other things, uh, big planet things. I think I was telling you about this the other day. You uh, told me a little bit yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. We, we talked for a minute. On I just it, like, yeah. I think it's becoming, uh, it's like, it's the weight of it. It's all sinking in, you know, it's like, Oh, right. Like we're going to have to figure something out about this and no one's, no one's doing anything. Myself included. Yeah. I still get my Zalsa packets and throw them away, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but I feel like, uh, like the the impending sense of doom is creeping in in like little ways here and there and it's yeah. still like you know it doesn't like it's not like every day it's like oh my god you know but like just like totally like started researching all these things the other day and just realizing like oh right this is it's pretty fucked you know you pretty screwed that out. Yeah, yeah 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 pretty kids yeah. pretty messed up kids yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. pretty yeah, kids. messed up yeah. i'm sorry it's not cool literally yeah. and figuratively yeah, yeah. it yeah. reminds yeah. me of bo burnham's inside comedy thing where he was like doing the song to the kids he's like hey kids the world the 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 oceans are rising blah, blah, blah. and he's singing and playing all this stuff about <laughs> global warming yeah. and it's just like very much like a kid's ditty but it's a really like messed up song in the sense of like content because it's uh shedding to light all the problems with the yeah. world it's pretty it's a genius it's a death march yeah. it's a death march kids in a ditty. positive way yeah yeah but yeah that's a yeah. it is an interesting interesting yeah. topic and i feel like when i look at the amount of trash that families create and when any family I visited besides even my own house where stuff is gathered and I have look trash. at the trash can every trash. every week <laughs> you and you are not trash and Dolly. I am trash you are not and what's the livers what, my trash thank you very yes. much can I ask you what the definition of trash is if someone is trash because it's not actually garbage I'll come back to it okay we'll come back <laughs> yeah. to it so we'll talk about the real trash for now not yeah, Dolly because yeah, yeah. she's not okay. um but I just feel like there's so much waste in the packaging we get and oh, yeah. uh, all the things because everything you get is in plastic. You throw it out and a lot of the plastic isn't even recyclable. 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 La, la, la. Well, so it was really strange. I was just over in East Africa um, for a couple of weeks. I was in Rwanda and Congo. You guys know mm -hmm. that but mm -hmm. for our listeners. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool guy. Uh, but uh, so in Rwanda, he travels. He travels. I do travel. He goes yeah. places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays music. I mean, I do that as well. Uh, the uh, this is giving me my like hype track. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, record He's that. He's big in Africa. Yeah, play it for every at bat that I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Big in Africa. He's uh, known everywhere. <laughs> they, uh, uh, so in like Rwanda, uh, they're they're pretty on top of a lot of those things because they have a lot of uh, oversight in the government. Uh, to like try and figure out how to do things, you know, a certain way. So they like, I think there's like no plastic bottles, a lot of places. So it's all That's glass cool. and stuff. Glass uh, is so much better for yeah, you. Too. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. Like so, in uh, cities? In cities. Okay. Yeah, at least in Kigali. I don't know what it's like outside of cities. And Kigali is the capital of Rwanda. And it's like probably one of the more advanced areas in that region as far as like, you know, urban city design, you know, and all that uh, until you probably go over to like the coast and get to uh, uh, Nairobi or something like that, which is maybe I similar, know that but, name. Yeah, it's in Kenya. But I have not been, so I don't know. Uh, mm. And all I know is what people tell me there. Uh, yeah. But uh, so so it's pretty good in an area like that. But then you go not more than a hundred miles outside of there. We went to Congo, uh, driving through like this really rural area with these people who live there and stuff. Uh, and it's just this gorgeous like untouched land in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, and like this woman who's just drinking a soda, uh, like finishes the soda and then just throws it out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a can. America. Yeah. We're like in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. You know, it's like yeah. it's not like if you throw that out the window in Seattle like some street cleaner or like yeah. something is going to happen not to say that it like condones throwing things out the window mm-hmm. but uh, like you throw it out the window and it's not like the end of the story for that thing but that thing's just sits. that thing's going to stay there until someone like decides to do something with it or an animal carries it somewhere like yeah. it's just wild how uh the rest of the world that has not necessarily lived in proximity to that level of pollution yet uh, doesn't have awareness or practices about that. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. in areas like in India, in these more like populated areas, you know, it's like we've seen photos all of our lives in National Geographic, I'm sure, of like how crazy uh, dense the pollution is in those areas, you know. Uh, yeah. And I think there are plenty of areas like that in Africa as well. Uh, but I think that if you only live in this area your whole life, you know, and you don't necessarily see a lot of like media about other stuff, you just won't know about it. And even us here, like we know about it and I'm still, I'm sure, contributing to like pollution in those ways too so yeah. it just it kind of shocked me i guess how little awareness we probably all have about the problem in a way uh, well and you and we don't yeah like you were saying you don't see all these other parts of the world and how they do and how they don't deal with stuff sometimes right and haiti was similar where it's just trash there'd be like you know um maybe a rain gutter on the side of the road that's like it's a like a little river but yeah. it's or it's like 10 feet wide by 15 feet deep. Right. And it's filled with garbage. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there's just stacks on the sides of the road. And then we got to this beautiful like riverbed that was dried up. Um, and in the la- layered in all the, like the crust, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like layered all the way through the se- sediment or like the wow. layers wow. of the walls of it is uh, textile fabric. Oh, like from clothing because they have a lot of clothing manufacturing wow. there and wow. these extras just get thrown out and washed down river and, and jammed in, in mud and jammed into the walls so you see just fabric you could like rip out of the muddy yeah. riverbanks and all the stuff is just wow. kind of like left you that's know? crazy yeah. so and ours ours is a world where we don't see it all the time but if you go to the dump or something you're like people are gross look at how much messy stuff yeah. is left here I hear they're starting to harvest the Pacific trash patch, though. Uh, you know Excuse about the... me? <laughs> I haven't heard of this. Do you know what about is the this? Pacific trash patch? Mm-mm. No. There's a huge Sounds pile fun. of free-floating garbage in the Pacific Ocean. Oh. Oh, this, like, island thing. Yeah, but it's just, like, it's floating. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's Diapers, out there. She goes. All kinds yeah, she of stuff. goes. She's out. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, the, the winds will take her where yeah. she wants to go. Dude, if, yeah. if someone's shipwrecked out. and they find that, they're probably like, we're saved. They climb up. and It smells terrible, but we aren't dying. Yeah. Yeah. Starting to collect it, so bad news for the people who are shipwrecked, but good news oh, for the rest the of us. Yeah, yeah, the world. Dude, don't want so. What are they doing? Blessings. Putting it into a dump somewhere? I mean, I don't know, uh, but the, they're they're going out and like you know clawing at this 
plastic thing, I think, and putting it on a boat and taking it back. I'm sure it is some sort of like... It's probably huge. It's giant. Yeah, it's massive. It's like the size of a small country. I mean, it's big so... enough that one boat trip to harvest it was not enough. You know, And they, this is a giant barge, probably, or something. Yeah, I'm sure. They're the beginning of harvesting this trash patch. Oh. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of like what the guy that wanted to do in the Caribbean, except the opposite. Because he wanted to make a really nice, like, Atlantis-style city. Trash island. Called uh, New Utopia. <laughs> and it was a floating country you could join and That's be a part of. That's where his issue was. You should have called it Newtopia, you know. That's yeah. a new utopia. Like a lowercase n, capital U, topia. Mm. I'll get back. It was yeah. in the 90s. I'll get Who back. knows if it, I'll get back to him. <laughs> I'll get back to him and see if he still exists and if he's doing it. Yeah. But it was the idea of having like if the he streets. Still exists. He, he could be gone. He could, yeah, he could not. This exist. was the 90s. Yeah. This is over 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Who knows how old he was then? If he was 50 then, he'd be 80 something now. At least 80. Yeah, at least 80. But you can still be a trash man. Yeah, yeah but is he going to build an entire country at 80 years old? No offense to my 80-year-old listeners, yeah, to our 80-year-old listeners and fans. Um, I think at 80, maybe you get a team going and you still have the dream, but hopefully you started it before 80. How old is Joe Biden? Oh, he's, he's near 80. Like 70. No, he's 80 now. That's he's, the thing. Is he? No, 79. Okay. Maybe 79. Yeah. He's building a country. Yeah. One might say. One might say. Yeah. <laughs> One might say. Others say differently <laughs> about him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I do feel like at a certain age, it's like maybe hopefully yeah. you've started your things already and they're an autopilot <laughs> at some point. <laughs> right. That's my country's building itself. Hopefully. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and that's where the trash island comes in because New Utopia maybe could just be forming out <laughs> in the middle of the Pacific now when it was meant to be in the Caribbean. As like a, with nice buildings and these streets of water. And, <laughs> but the one thing is a hurricane comes through, you're done. Sure. Yeah. Like I bet Trash Island disperses every few months with a hurricane. I don't think it does. It's that dense. I think it's just like it's for whatever reason, it's just like continued to like magnetize itself to other trash. You know, not wow. literally. Yeah. yeah. It will. Like, things will gather because it like. You it's know. the Bermuda Triangle of exactly. trash. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's the, the liver of the ocean. The Bermuda. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. This is full circle. I know. Yeah. Going back yeah. to the body We're of the really river. We're really trying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is together. the trash. We've been this reaching. Is, this is literally the trash episode. So I think now's yeah. the time. What does it mean to be trash? <laughs> yeah. This is, we yeah. need that definition. I. Tell me trash woman. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me trash lady. Tell What's me trash up? woman. Um. Full disclaimer, I think I've felt like trash for sure at times. Yeah. Sometimes do. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I just, I mean, obviously it's just me being extremely hard on myself um, and trying to make it cute. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Um, I think it, it's, for me, it's always like mediocrity or yeah. being like, I kind of like testino pizza rolls mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. we're like it's trash. it's yeah. actual trash oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah but i'm like do i buy it every like three months sure yeah i sure do That's i buy totino's yeah, yeah, pizza yeah. i bought had one last night or two days ago and they're really garbage but Dude, they're delicious a sponsorship totino's <laughs> yeah. hey, triple G. you want to be hey trash kids <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah tostino's meat rolls and totino's pizza hey you trash <laughs> pizza company <laughs> give us your product yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, I know the harm I'm actually doing to myself. <laughs> so therefore, yeah. if 
if if I eat trash, right. I become trash. Therefore, I am therefore trash. you are. Well, I think you're so. touching on something really interesting, actually, which is this like cognitive dissonance, right? About like knowing that what we're doing is not actually invested in our future in some mm-hmm. way. I think that's what's so interesting in parallels between like the feeling of self worth and also like global warming, right? Yeah, and things like that, where it's like there's this loop that's like I know that this is not good for what's going on, or like mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. I'm not doing enough to prevent this, and yet. I'm going to get those pizza rolls. Yeah. Because and I, this I box is going in the trash, <laughs> yeah. not the recycling, because there was food on it, and therefore it's adding to the landfill. I'm going to burn yeah. it instead. I heard that that <laughs> if you burn it instead of going to the landfill, you do put less into the landfill. Right. You know where that stuff goes, though, right? Well, I put it in a combustible <laughs> container and I don't let it out into the air. Oh, it's just keep little containers. You huff it. You huff all the. I, I get all of it into my body <laughs> and process it that way and blow out the smoke. There you go. So some I I've told people and this is true. I don't smoke, but I will take a big hit off a off a off a fire, <laughs> <laughs> off a track fire. <laughs> I'll take yeah. a big hose off a trash fire any day. Yeah. But I will not smoke anything else. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, you're doing. Give me your plastics. Your uh, your cardboard cutouts yeah. yearning to be free. <laughs> Very the good. sweet yeah. release, of- yeah. sweet release of carbons into my lungs. Yeah. Well, I I've I have been upset at uh, different fire pits where people are burning stuff, where people just throw plastic bottles in and stuff, oh, yeah. and it and that stuff really annoys. They're like, hey, we're getting rid of this stuff. I was like, there's plastic in this packaging or styrofoam. I was like, let me get it out. They're like, why? I'm like. <laughs> let me get it out yeah. throw the cardboard in let me get the rest out you, you grew up kind of more alternative conscious than most though right like you Maybe. you're like your parents were very minded towards uh health and like health nutrition stuff, yeah. and stuff did that apply to like planetary stuff uh no <laughs> no it did not <laughs> no i'll just say this i don't remember growing up with recycling at all oh wow i don't think it was yeah. a thing yeah. in gresham morgan shout out gresham <laughs> um and at the time right. like i, I remember also being a decade older than us too you probably grew up in a spot where people were just Roast. like roasted yeah, yeah, yeah. roasted okay let me <laughs> being a decade older than yeah. us yeah. being 40 years old right now almost yeah, 41 yeah. in a couple weeks a few weeks um, I, I will say this in the early nineties, people were starting to get hip to recycling. Right. And this was like when you guys were still kids <laughs> and I was you know, probably I, yeah. a 13 and you guys were probably three. I was born in 91. So yeah. 91. Yeah. So 91. So you guys were two years old. People were starting around nine, 1990 to get hip to it, which is why in 93 we had the school uh, play about recycling and we had Scrappy mm-hmm. the trash man my my the trash character which was my friend who played Scrappy yeah and they had the song the reuse recycle give it back don't take away yeah yeah that one we talked about so basically can you that, sing it reuse recycle give it back don't take away reuse recycle save it for another day and ever and all the kids great. up front would sing it and they're carrying yeah. holding like an earth up and waving it and all this stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and people go out to pizza afterwards and just trash the pizza place and throw stuff out and yeah oh yeah it's like yeah. we we heard about it we thought about it and then the lives continue so I'll start on it tomorrow going, yeah that i miss that feeling or like maybe I'm obviously romanticizing it, but like going to a pizza parlor oh, yeah. after something with your family, yeah, yeah. yeah. celebratory. We're pizza. just slamming like a thousand calories. Yeah, you at got some orange crush. You just mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> whipping it down. Yeah, yeah. It's their unlimited drink refills, and also mm-hmm. they have a salad bar that you bar. can go to once, so you stack up with the jellos and the puddings the, the first jellos. time, because they would have all that stuff at the end of the salad bar. You're like, I gotta get dessert on this salad bar plate, and it would be three desserts with a tiny bit of salad. And you're like, 
stack. I got a stack, and you stack it like this high. They had dessert at the salad bars. Yeah, they would have brownies and like jellos and puddings. It's a crazy salad bar. No wonder that America Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess I. So I grew up on an island where there was no like commercial pizza place. So there was like Mm -hmm. there was a couple pizza places, you know, uh, but they uh, they didn't have a salad bar that looked like that. I don't think. I think you had to order your salad specifically. It'd be nice to just get a real salad, honestly. But yeah, there's most most of those like there's a pizza place in Battleground town I grew up in, which is. One, still my favorite Rocky's pizza it's a one-off That's cool. but that salad bar like you walk in it hasn't changed the video arcade games are from like 25 30 years ago and maybe yeah, might have one new one. and you can you can see the guy in spinning the dough in this window back there so you see him like throwing it up slinging and catching dough. it yeah. slinging it and it Getting tastes so good hands into that pizza yeah. dough yeah you see yeah. him he's like wiping his nose he does, he kind of sneezes into brushes it off, yeah. off and then grabs the dough starts throwing it but you know they cook it <laughs> so it's fine. No, I, I'm not going to slam Rockies at your house. Rockies yeah. is delicious. Um, actually, there' a funny story about my dad's uh, friends. How they got someone to leave their house that kept staying, overstaying their welcome. Uh, like every Sabbath afternoon after church, people would come over and like stay for hours to like eight or nine p.m. And they're like, okay, like we don't want our whole day taken up. They're like, hey, come to your place for lunch. They're like, great. So one week, they took the plates right after eating and put them down on the floor and let the dog lick them. And then no. they then they put them right back in the cupboard. And they're like, okay, well we'll see you next week. And then and the guy never came back again. <laughs> So they did that and then washed all their dishes. Oh, on purpose. They did it on purpose to get the oh, guy to brilliant. leave. That's because brilliant. Because he's like, they do that. And then they, they just picked it up and put it right back in that's like it was evil no genius kind of yeah. stuff. It's yeah. passive aggressive. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's a way for the guy to be like, do you know what they do at their house? Their mm-hmm. dog licks their plates clean. Um, but how many weeks then they said the person never asked to come over again. Yeah. What was this that's guy's brilliant. vibe that he kept coming over? Like, and they didn't want him there. Um, so. It wasn't a bad. It was just like, you know, you kind of, you want to choose who you invite over. Yeah, and if yeah. someone's after uh, always after church, because that was the thing in the Adventist church, small churches I grew up in growing up. Like oh. you want to know you have lunch plans after church. <laughs> and if you show up to church oh. and you don't have lunch plans, you're going, <laughs> home be like oh because usually someone's like oh come to our place and it was always like someone's gonna invite someone else oh that's funny and so we would go like a status thing to have a lunch plan i think kind of and and but also divorcees or widowers are lower on the tier in the in the church yeah Yeah. because they're like oh well it's a broken family (laughs) and so is that a canceled phrase totem pole i i I don't don't use it much anymore okay why would it be i just blindly said it right now no it's good well totem pole um, put like the importance of the chiefs up top right right and then it worked its way down there's just a there's a a, i mean even though it is accurate uh, right i think that is something that like people are straying away from using just because it's like not any of ours it's like a cultural appropriation it should be if it was relating to a native issue of some kind right if we were actually talking about a totem pole or like yeah like like, i grew up in a town that had totem poles displayed Mm -hmm. in honor right like yeah in wenatchee and (laughs) but like if i were to use like if we had a meeting and i called it a powwow right done yeah Yeah. yep um true i guess that's fair maybe i should uh stray away we'll we'll stray from using that we'll say higher on the um well i used it i'm not saying pecking order it's not your fault i used it no i know but i'm thinking in general for my own stuff i haven't used it in a while but i know i have hierarchy so think yeah hierarchy there's a a level to it uh social um 
you feel like you're sub subhuman. <laughs> you feel like there's the people that are like whole and you're incomplete because the, like we would. So the thing is when it's an entire family, they want to invite another entire family over. So the dad and the mom have yeah. someone to talk to yeah. all that. So my brother, dad and I, we had a couple of our friends and their families were always nice and invite us over. We'd go there for lunch, but other, other times it'd be like, Oh, and, um, no, I guess we're going home for lunch, whatever we got in the freezer. Right. But it's weird that that was the thing. And then if someone was divorced, they were like, well, that person's sinning or that person's like, like, um, Sin- they, they would literally like almost not say hi to you if you were a divorced person. Cause you have like gone against the Bible wow. code or yeah. something. I'm like that actually, if you read it, it doesn't say that, but it's funny how that works where they're like, oh, well, they're divorced. I was like, yeah, they just decided to get out something that doesn't work. And I guess that should be okay for them to yeah. still be considered equal. So I, I don't really subscribe to that now. But I think when we were growing right. up, it was like that was our thing. We we were homeschooled, school, lived in the country. Homeschooled. Homeschooled. We worked, it worked very well. It yeah, worked yeah, so yeah. well with uh, my English. No. Homeschooled. Yeah. Yep. Um, and sure were. So the homeschooling um, curriculum was a little different than most yeah. kids had. <gasps> I am watching this documentary. It's a it's a show, and it's called. It's like something like, "Oh, I killed my father," and oops, oops, I killed my father. Something okay. That's Britney Spears. Oops, um, I did it again. I killed um, my father again. It's something like this, like how I killed my father, or I killed mm. my father, or something. Um, but the kid was homeschooled, but it wasn't like a curriculum. It was just like, oh well. Just uh, just do like addition all the way to a hundred, oh. like on notebook paper. And like, that's the kid that yeah. killed the dad. Yeah. So the Don't I mean, I won't spoil because spoil... he didn't learn any math. <laughs> I won't spoil it for you because it's actually really good. But the like the kid was basically held captive. Like it was abuse. Yeah. To like not let this kid go to school. Like he was wow. very. He was like locked in his home. Essentially. Wow. So resentment, things like that, probably. Sure. But Did he good. kill her while he was a student? Like uh as a minor. Got it. Yeah. So oh, he wow. was like, yeah, he's still in still smart. In homeschool. He wasn't tried yeah. as a as a as an adult. Not smart, because it's bad to kill anyone. But yeah. That was I mean, if he's gonna choose when to do it, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just say not killing anyone is great. Yeah. Yeah. Always great to not <laughs> Let's kill. Just say. Always always good to not yeah. harm yeah. another human being. Yeah. 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 Wow. But sorry, homeschooling? I was just saying, basically, the homeschooling thing, our highlight of the week was going to church because that's where you see everybody. Right. Because you're yeah. not interacting with a ton of people during the week when you're homeschool- homeschooled. <laughs> um, so then you go there and you hang out with your friends and then you're like, oh, go to lunch. So that's the thing. I felt like the widowers and divorcees were treated a little less. And that's the thing. Equality across the board would be nice. So Inclusivity. You inclusivity. You mentioned these kind of like social markers within that community as far as like divorcees and stuff like sure. that. Like being a divorcee yourself, like mm-hmm. what, uh, I know Slam. I'm just roasting. No, yeah. you're good. You're 40, <laughs> you're divorced. You're 40, divorced. Being 40 alone and divorced. Yeah. <laughs> you live with your friends <laughs> in a small room. <laughs> no, because most of the people I know they got divorced. <laughs> Most of the, like you got, you're renting a room and a house. Um, but that's literally what I'm doing. However, I feel like I have a whole floor, so it feels better. But literally oh, anyone I know amazing. who's gotten divorced is like, you see the progress because people build up this, this like 
empire of like their things. They have a house, right. they have this, they have this. Right. They sure. get divorced, suddenly they're living with their friend Todd in a small <laughs> room or something, you know? That's like literally how it goes for the guys, at least, that I've seen. The guys are like, hey, I'm gonna live as cheaply as I can and live with a friend. And so then I look at it and like, do I wanna try to achieve a house again on my own and do all this stuff? Or do I, cause I could end up right back to where I am now. And there's people that are having it all now that I'm like, Oh, those guys got it. And then in four months, they're going to be living in their friend's basement. <laughs> so I feel like I'm already at a spot that I'm a step ahead of the game. Cause I did it early. Got it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I but guess I, I yeah. kept my own house for a while, but That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the question that I have, I guess is <laughs> nothing about the house. What, what was the, uh, what was that like within like the community that you still have, like with your family and stuff, oh. like given that there's this oh, yeah. social stigma around that. Well, I'll tell you what was beautiful. I'm not no longer go to the church I grew up in and I had, there was no stigma. There was I felt stigmata. no, I felt no shame. There was no stigmata. Was good. No stigmatas. Stigma, stigmatism. Stigmatism. No stigmatism in my eye. Yeah, none. But no, I didn't, I didn't feel any. I just felt like, I was like, dang, uh, I thought I was like, dang it. Dang it. I, no, I did. I was like, it's, yeah. it's a similar feeling right when I decided Rats. I wasn't going to finish Rats. I didn't stay married. Dang it. I thought yeah. I didn't want this to have oh, to happen. Shoot. Here's the thing. I'm the only Not person again. in my family who got divorced. Yeah. Uh, except for my dad's mom and grandpa. Other than that, but everyone on my mom's side, no one's gotten divorced. You're a pioneer. I'm a pioneer. <laughs> also, everyone else is uh, in the medical trailblazer. Yeah. Everyone else, literally everyone else is in the medical field and making way, way more money. My uncle was the only side sidewinder of the family <laughs> and played music and he didn't do so hot on the income level but he did what he loved and i'm doing something similar and i'm You're somewhere in the middle your, man after his own heart yeah i'm yeah. doing the creative arts everyone else is in the medical field the creative arts creative arts of some kind unlike the other arts mm -hmm. the other arts are not creative not at all creative arts. or I, i'm just doing creative things yeah. And I didn't get into the medical field and I got divorced. <laughs> Everyone else stayed married. So basically I was a trendsetter of a trend that you don't want to do, but also the art part is fine. Well, my grandpa always said, if you can't be a good example, at least be a horrible warning. Uh, <laughs> that's wow. a great, that's yeah. a great yeah, motto. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and for the record, I, you know, I have no judgment on any mm. of that. Uh, and you could, if you did, I wouldn't even mind though. I know. I you know. know. Cause, Cause you seem, you seem very secure with yourself, which I think is, uh, is the route to being like happy and well-adjusted yeah. being secure yeah. in those things. And yeah, I, you know, I don't care at all about any of those things. And I'm sure that like the likelihood that any of us encounter those things are, you know, it's not, uh, it's not like you were, uh, like it could happen to me, you know, it could uh, happen. Yeah. Well, and it depends on the community you're in. You could be in a very strict judgmental community and experience that at any point. Right. Probably. Totally. But yeah. I think anyone, yeah, I feel like everyone I know is pretty even keel yeah. and they're always like, oh, you got out of a bad situation or this or that. And not to say you know, they're not like, Oh, you were faultless, <laughs> but, but, uh, but it's just saying you're like, yeah, own up. It takes two people to mess something up. It takes two people to make something happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I won't say this person's name, but a friend was, um, recently who I've always looked at their relationship and been like, Oh, these people have it made, you know, me, recently it was me and Sammy, you and Sammy, it was you guys. No, yeah. no, it wasn't because no. they have kids and they're getting divorced. Um, so I can't, mm -hmm 
pretend it was. I'm yeah. sorry. But you guys have a great thing going. Thank you. Yeah. But I but I felt really bad. He was like, man, my wife's leaving or this and that. We were talking late at night on Facebook or something. So I was like, I'll bet better stay up and talk for a while. Right. Um, but I was like, man. And they've been together like 13 years. Yeah. So that's the the dang it moment. <laughs> oh, dang it. Like yeah. when, I dro- when I quit college, I was like, oh, no. I'm going to be known as a college dropout. I'm dang not going to finish. Dang it. And I, <laughs> so that was the, the moment there. And then I was like, oh, wait. I don't have to wear that label. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a videographer. I do this. And so same with being divorced. I was like, some people put like on their other dating site, you know, like typing like divorced. And I was like, (laughs) and I put like, or separate or I was like single. Boom. Leave it there. Got him. Because it's not really my guy. Got him. And then they're like, oh, you didn't say you've been divorced or you've been married before. I was like, I said single because that's what I am now. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm not tricking people. I'm just like, that's what I identify as instead of like, oh, baggage. Yeah. That's how you're you know. choosing to see something. How do I choose to see something, even though it's I'm polishing a turd? <laughs> you're trash. We are trash. We are yeah, trash yeah. after all. So yeah. you, you say baggage, right? And I know everyone like jokes about like the baggage that you have in your mm-hmm. life and things like that. But do you feel like there's baggage that comes from that kind of experience for you? Or like, oh, how do you I think like, anyone that goes through that has yeah. to. Yeah. Like I, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, and I, I do trust a lot of people, but I'm not, I'm very, I'm so guarded now. Yeah. And I used to be more open. Sure. And it took forever to get open. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait. And someone took away the thing I thought was yeah. forever. And now I'm like, I'm not going to let myself get to that spot again. Right. You, you mean know? in like romantic relationships? Right. Okay. Right. Like normal life, I'll trust people to right. do what they say until they right. don't. And right. then I'll be like, hey, why aren't you doing right. what you said? <laughs> you know, so that's, that's the thing. So that, that, and then right. also like any, like all of us have lost family members and stuff. So that yeah. stuff I'm like, you carry that forever. It doesn't yeah. matter what yeah. you, yeah. yeah. But I hope it, any of those things make people a better to other people or treat others yeah. better versus like becoming bitter. Cause I would hate, yeah. I feel like I learned a lot and I'd hate to be like, Oh, I'm just going to get bitter and drink myself into like, um, stupidity or drink myself into like oblivion and some people like let something like that tank their entire life right well i think with any of those things and you have the opportunity of like you know you've accumulated baggage of some kind which i think is an inevitable that we will all do you know like and we're just life yeah yeah, the stressful part about it is it's like uh even if you're working through all the things that you have accumulated you're never done being able to accumulate more i remember having this realization like two years ago i was like oh great like these things are getting better and i was like oh i could just incur new ones all the time for myself that i then have to sort through you know it's like new situations new relationships new social whatevers you know you're always at uh, the opportunity to to pick up like new baggage but mm-hmm. i think that baggage is just the opportunity to like adjust yourself right uh so if you don't trust yeah. people you know or if you uh whatever the thing is right like uh there's usually something that i think to your point you can come out the other side being mm-hmm. better to people uh and being uh, you know i say well adjusted but just having a life where you're able to like be happy and like help other people around you be happy uh yeah. in a healthy way so i I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's interesting to see like what stuff people take with them and how long it takes to like sort through that, which mm-hmm. could be a lifetime for some. Well, and, and yeah. the, having the goal of like that, I, I, that, and that's totally what you were saying. Just wanting people to, I want to see people around me in, or that I impact have a positive experience because right. I had enough of a negative experience that I'd hate to send any negativity towards anyone else. Right. And that's like the thing you there there's motivation there's negative motivators and there's positive motivators sure um and so i think a lot of the, if the people don't learn from that and just 
uh, try to project that onto others, they really don't become better people probably. Yeah. And, and then you learn how to handle more traumatic things it's easier true. as time goes yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as you, like you're saying, as you get the opportunity for more baggage, it doesn't become as catastrophic because you have all these tools that you've been building up to use mm -hmm. to confront difficult things like that. But yeah, yeah, everything could still be hard, but the first time is probably the worst. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think we're learning yeah. the skills of how to cope with those things a lot of times, you know, and not to say that some things won't always be hard, even regardless of the tools that you have, you know, like parents dying, I think will always be one of those things where it's like, oh, wow, you know, what do I do now? Changes uh, your whole world. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and even if you have a robust tool set about like coping with grief and those things, you know, that that's still going to be challenging. But I think that if you go into those things with practice right in some mm -hmm. way of like non-attachment or you know self-compassion and all these things then that tool set is something that you get to use when that uh, new difficulty comes up you know like imagine yeah. if you you know any of the hardest things that we do professionally like think about the first times that you had to do those things and now you know like even though you'll yeah. still have difficult jobs uh you have skills you, you know, learn how to handle like, those yeah. things the exposure of, yeah. yeah you've seen mm -hmm. these things play out you know like what is temporary and what's you know uh, mm -hmm. what ways like what strategies even that you can use to cope with those things but mm -hmm. and you'd hate yeah. and the one thing is you don't want to project old old things that happen onto new new situations totally. yeah. which is what can happen too Absolutely. through that stuff yeah. so all those things are super key but yeah. Yeah. yeah people don't take enough time to evaluate we keep ourselves distracted enough so we don't deal with our own stuff absolutely it's just like the global warming thing i think that mm -hmm. we, we do not look at these things that are like probably impending to confront like i've been thinking about that in my life a lot recently it's like i know that between now and the time that i like die i'll have to confront this thing or something like that you about know, like, global warming or other things no no anything yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I will need to go to the dentist before i die but like have i gone to the dentist in the last year and a half no when will i go to the dentist you who's know to say? <laughs> who's to say i would say yeah, go when but... <laughs> your blood blood pressure is low because they won't clean your teeth when it's high because i found out multiple times which i haven't gone in a year and a half either wow. because of that yeah but it's another one of those like cognitive gaps right where it's like you can run from these things forever mm -hmm. but like you're gonna have to probably confront them between now and when you die although yeah. i will say i've seen other people who are in like the you know upper half of their life who could probably like make it through that gap you know maybe they're gonna die before they ever have to deal with it you know? go to so, the dentist again yeah exactly. <laughs> you mean someone who's real close to death is what you're saying well not even that real close just like if you're like over 60 and you have a bunch of emotional baggage like you could oh. feasibly live your life out not having to actually confront it like if you're I thought okay you were talking with, about the like, teeth thing i was like well they better right. go to the, the dentist is just probably. a metaphor yeah. but it's yes, also a tangible yes. or it's a you know it's a real thing mm. uh, but uh but i think things like that you know you get to a point where you're like oh i could live my life just never doing that thing again you know and as long as you're yeah. okay with the consequences then you could do that uh now i don't know if that's the life i'd want to live i'd like to go to the dentist at some point mm -hmm. i'd like to and this is a metaphor my, right yes because yes, you do go to the dentist well no the, that's why it's a funny metaphor is because right now i haven't it's gone based to the dentist. so it's real yeah, it's, it's based yeah. in truth yeah yeah but it's really yeah. you know it's allegory uh, yes yeah uh, but uh, but yeah, all those things. You know, it's like, can you get to the point where you're like, yeah, I know I have to deal with that at some point. So why not now? You mm -hmm. know, just putting it off. Well, and yeah. the I was thinking about this today too. So it's funny you brought that up because the the mind always goes to the avoidance at times because it seems like whatever the easiest path of resistance is is what yep. the mind will do. Yeah. So you'll put something off because you're like it's less pain for me to not right. think about this. Yes. And you keep putting something off, putting something off. And then all of a sudden it's like the, I, I post about this on Facebook and then I got a dirty response from a friend. I'm like, okay. But I said like all the little things in your life will turn into big things. 
And as time goes on, because like all the little habits you're doing now become these bigger things as time goes on and yeah. you just get used to it. And he was like, does that a stand for blank blank? I was like, okay, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like you, your habits you form now and the way that you deal with things will carry into your big, the bigger things in life too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. why not, why not hit them on, we not, why not hit them on the we head? <laughs> why not hit them on the head earlier than waiting? And I'm saying that not knowing if I paid my credit card statement this month and I just put it off a few days and be like, I have the money, but I'm just going to wait. Yeah. So, cause it seemed less stressful to just not pay it than think about seeing how much I owed. I think those are a great one. Like not looking at your bank account, you know, because it's too stressful. It's like my bank account, Isn't like that... me looking at it will not impact it at all. And you I... probably need to look yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I hope I paid my card earlier this month just for my credit score sake, but yeah. we'll see. I hope so too. Yeah. If I didn't, I have to do it soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. deep life lessons. So global warming, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you most concerned? Oh, I guess they say global climate change is a new term because it, it they have seen swells going either right, way. Right. So climate change, what are some, what's maybe the top three things that are the most concerning to you? For me, at least, I think I was looking at just like the temperatures that we were having this summer again and being like, oh, I'm physically uncomfortable, uh, you know, and being like, oh, this is probably going to continue to be this way and worse. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I was reading about, uh, I don't think this is related to global warming, I guess, directly, but uh, like the number one threat to humanity is famine, you know, uh, mm -hmm. like it's our food supply chains are pretty quick, uh, you know, so like we don't have a lot of like standby food around, you know, like waiting to go. Uh, yeah. And if we do need like, like it's easy to disrupt those chains. And I think like conflicts like we have in, uh, in Eastern Europe between Ukraine and Russia shows just like how certain supply chains can get disrupted. But imagine if like supply chains internally within the U.S. or something were disrupted for food. You know, it's like yeah. there's tons of cities that have a ton of people that have no way of like getting their own food. Uh, yeah. And things like that. So it can go from yeah. first world to very third or fourth or fifth world very sure. quickly when yeah. you suddenly are relying on a system that where there's nothing and no, no food on the shelves totally and Which, i'm not like a prepper or anything like that you know i'm not like i don't have my basement full of uh petrol and uh yeah you know and chlorine axes yeah axes yeah uh yeah. though i will axes. say if uh, oh axes oh you're doing a little dig at me huh and my basement's not filled with axes my room is filled with axes upstairs and guess what else i have in there survival foods, survival foods. Yeah. but Really? Am I a prepper? Yep. Yeah, I have a two-month supply. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. I got it recently. It's real. It's real. <laughs> you got the bucket? I got a... Well, it's actually like four or five little square-ish buckets. And it has... 2000 calories per day and i know myself being someone that needs a lot of calories yeah that i need to eat You're like and i would, I'm gonna, I would yeah. definitely be yeah. a hangry person all the time without food <laughs> yeah. so i thought to make everyone's life around me better as they're starving yeah the apocalypse I'll just is be gonna be eating miserable. my food yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll just be eating my food while everyone's starving uh, no i would try eating any of the meals to see um i broke open a packet and then i was like oh 20 minutes to boil this potato soup i'll wait <laughs> I'll, I'll go get something else right now <laughs> um but i should try a couple of them yeah but just to know what you're in for for the next yeah you know, i went to this website which maybe I'll, maybe i'll say their name maybe i won't but my patriot supply it sounds <laughs> my, very my. sounds real legit 
by Patriot Supply. Yeah, and and let me preface this by saying I don't consider patriotism to be linked to any political party, although there is a general consensus of patriot being linked to maybe conservative. And I have I sit in the middle, so I just found a site that I looked like what the meals look like. It's like Alfredo's, mac and cheese, Alfredo's, um, and other like. Do you have any Alfredo's? The Alfredo's. Can you point me to your Alfredo section? Like, for example, fettuccine Alfredo. You get all these different meals with it, but it list another one. Uh, fettuccine. Um, okay. Uh, gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I, there's chi- okay. There's chilies. There's potato soup. There's a bunch of different. There's a variety. You have dinners, lunch, breakfast, all the stuff, snacks, stuff. So basically, two thousand calories per day for two months. I'm supplied for. I also got freeze dried beef and chicken. You can and rice and beans. You can heat up and put that in and have some flavor. Yeah. So I just wanted to have some food. And if every honestly, if there was a food shortage, I would share that whole thing with everyone. I was wondering. House. I was gonna say, what's gonna happen because I doubt that everyone else in that house has that two month supply, right? Um, NAF has like rice and beans because his mom really uh, hit him up and was like yeah. uh, our our the I'll say our church because the church we grew up in the Adventist church believes like there's going to be this end famine and all this stuff and pestilence and all these things right. so like to be prepared and yeah. like the end times are coming so she right. was encouraging him to get some stuff so he got some rice and beans and Neff's mom also uh, Seventh Day Adventist yeah, yeah our family like most of the people I grew up with were the from that background yeah, yeah we, we didn't live the on commune. a compound <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's funny because people are like oh the Mormon church or the Jehovah's Witness church yeah. no no I know they'll say like is a cult or something that's like a term but if you look at any religious group there's all like pretty much any church could be considered a cult because it's a bunch of people in the one mindset believing one thing going down this one path yeah so it's like a virtual cult it's not meeting at a commune they are a cult so but people have a negative uh, connotation with the word cult the VR. got little letters wrong (laughs) what is it (laughs) it's okay did I get it wrong no I did I did. Well, I said AR when I meant VR. Oh, cool. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know where augmented reality is AR. Yeah. That's real. All right. So I was right. Yeah. You were absolutely right. Thank you. The cult yeah. of guns. But that's yeah. the thing. There's a cult for everything. There's the band, the cult. Very good band. Horses. Yeah. <laughs> Young horses. Young horses. horses. A cult. C O L T. Cult. On that one. Yeah. Cult. <laughs> there's cult and the then there's sleeper. cult. Yeah, cult. Yeah. Cult. Cold. Sleeper joke. But, um, but yeah, one yeah. one might argue um, that the Adventist church is in essence yeah. similar to any of the others, honestly. So, so when I say I'm worried about famine, you feel good. You're not worried about it. You're set. I'm not. Yeah. Now, the difference of my, I'll say my generation versus my dad's, because my dad, at least in my family, my dad was like always, he would buy the survival foods or whatever, or mm-hmm. get silver, have silver in the basement, have all this stuff for buying <laughs> right. and selling. And then he would be, continue to worry about it and look up articles and hear stuff and be stressed constantly. Like thinking kick into conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's coming, it's around the corner. It's coming for us. Any minute now it's right. going to happen. And right. then I was like, man, that's no way to live. Yeah. And so Seems I try special. to live very relaxed, but I want to, I, I look, I'm going to buy all these knives and hatchets and <laughs> things that I bought over the last year to have all these protective tools. So people don't come, come and try to take stuff from me <laughs> or attack or whatever. Protective, yeah. I want to make it so I never have to use it. Cause I'd hate to injure right. someone, but make it so they're like, Oh, he has a knife. I'll leave him alone. Right. Um, and I would like right. to have the food so I don't have to worry about getting food when the stores don't have any. Right. I mean, I think that's all pretty reasonable. Like not, I don't want to have two year supply. That gets a little insane. Right. I ordered the How long does that last for too? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean like 25 years, 25 years is the (laughs) time. Those foods? Yeah. It can last for 25 years. And it was, you want to eat it. Um, well, it's not got a lot of nutrients. It's calories. You are probably not going to poop. 
<laughs> That's I part mean, of his survival plan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You just keep getting bigger and bigger and then your body lives <laughs> off the food because it doesn't yeah. go through your system. Um, I will have to try it, but they're just saying it's like, you know, freeze dried stuff, different mixes. Are there any grid like vegetables in there? Um, I think you could, they actually had a whole vitamin thing you could order, like key nutrients. You could get these supplements for a month's worth mm. or yeah, I think a month's worth oh, at a time. <laughs> but I also have chewable vitamins. So I'm like, I hope whatever month the stores run out of food, if it happens, I have enough of I those chewable, chewable vitamins, vitamins left. <laughs> I thought the apocalypse is coming. I need my chewable vitamins. Yeah, I need those candy flavored ones <laughs> I mean, that I they have the store. Yeah. So I just think like, I you, want- You get the gummy ones? I want the, uh, <laughs> the easy version of the apocalypse that I could just skate through and just- make it through it still i i almost suggested for you to just suck on some rocks for minerals but then i remembered you and your brother used to go suck on roots <laughs> yeah we did uh it was licorice root in the forest <laughs> my brother and i used to go in the forest and just suck on some roots yeah that's what, that's what we it was but you just it's underneath moss you so break funny. it off and it's like sweet just touch it to your tongue yeah like that <laughs> <laughs> little, little, little dab, dab on, on the tongue because yeah, yeah. you'd cut you'd break it and right at the break you, it's covered in dirt the, so you like, gotta sap. get the the it's kind of yeah i don't know if it's sap even but it was it was good <laughs> i know it was sweet and it was yeah. not poisonous yeah it's probably oil like those mushrooms we found that one time no just kidding we didn't <laughs> we never ate poisonous mushrooms yeah, yeah it, it's something in the plant it's kind of like if you break open a cucumber or cut it there's water. water in it. <laughs> so this is kind of the water of the plant that happens to be sweet right inside. Do you, uh, do you have a good idea of like what is and what is not edible in the woods? Well, at one point I did yeah. when I was really into survival yeah. stuff yeah. and can't and hunting and not hunting. Cause I wanted to be like a trapper. I wanted to be like a, a Western. Trapper. <laughs> My brother and I were all dressed up with like coonskin caps from Disneyland and, and rifles and thinking the old West was cool. And that was the way to live. And so we wanted to, I wanted to have a log cabin at one point out in the woods as a kid, all yeah. those kinds of weird things that are very normal kids. If you're thinking those things now, <laughs> you probably aren't going to do it unless you're in Montana or somewhere, sure. somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. But yeah. No, no hate, no shade to the people that want to live in the woods in a cabin. Do you think uh, you'll stay in the city, both of you, for like the foreseeable future? City life, urban life? I think so. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm torn because yeah. I like elements of the country, but I don't like to be very far away from the store. <laughs> I want to be near the food. Yeah. I remember having to drive 12 miles each way to Safeway to get food. 12 and miles. Each way. So it's 20 minutes that's through not, the winding roads. That's nothing. Yeah. Yes. However, Were you, when, did you bike it or what? Yes, we were walking it. No, when you get frozen foods like the fish and chips and all the things that you probably never got frozen because you get the fresh stuff. My dad would buy all frozen. We're driving home. By the time you get back, it's half thawed out and you got to refreeze it. And I like now that I can right. drive. <laughs> yes. Correct. But it, however, it's worse to de-thaw it. And re, it's but it's bad. not a full de-thaw. Well, ice cream got pretty bad. I'm going to tell you, ice cream 20 minutes does not work so well. So driving across the street now and having it right there and getting home in a minute is very nice. Got to get like a little car cooler and put some ice in there or something. Yeah. Yeah. They now make those thermal packs. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. You can slide stuff in it. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. So there's other ways to do it. But I think I would like to have... My friend wants to buy a property on Woodby Island oh, sure. and I might put a tiny dwelling on that property. So have a tiny a, dwelling. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to have like a tiny house. I don't want to call it a house cause I don't think it'll be a full house. <laughs> a closet. <laughs> a closet. Yeah. I'd like to put a tree eight by house. two, an eight by two or three that I can climb into and open a door. No, yeah. Yeah. no I'm thinking like a 400 square foot 
something out there and yeah. then have a have a place i can go to on Whidbey and hang out on like weekends yeah. and also have a town place yeah and you could rent fun. that out maybe or your other place out airbnb mm -hmm. it, you know get something mm -hmm. come yeah or or just let no one else ever use it and enjoy it i might do that too yeah, yeah. And then in Hawaii, I want to develop that property, which is kind of in the country also. So I feel like I want to... have a property in Hawaii? Yeah, we have an acre. What? So we're just, we're going to work on mulching it and putting mulching. trees in this fall. That's crazy, man. So nice. start putting fruit trees in and growing bananas wow. and other stuff. You're going to try and build something on it? Yeah. 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 So that's my retirement plan because wow. it'll cost me nothing to live. So with Social Security, I literally get to spend every dollar. When did you buy that acre out there? Um, 2019. Got it. Is so it we pretty got expensive it to buy property? We got it at auction, so it was sure. affordable. But yeah. they haven't had an auction since COVID. Wow. So no one can buy, and everything's like 40, 50 grand yeah. to buy. And we got it for a lot cheaper. That's crazy. So, And it actually can grow anything on that. It just needs some more topsoil brought in. But it's like volcanic. It's really nice. So that's my country living yeah. plan. But I'd like to have a Washington summer home in on Woodby Island. Yeah. Those are good plans. And they're yeah. not a rich man plans because I could do it in the next five to ten years without making a ton of money. Right. Which right. would be cool. But I can't have a family at that rate. So the, the girl better be rich and have kids already. <laughs> there you go. She better have enough money to take care of kids herself. Kids better be rich. The kids yeah. better be working. Yeah. Get a TikTok kid. Hey, tic ooh, TikTok yeah. TikTok kid. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking of signing up for TikTok and then I instantly changed my mind. But I still kind of am on the fence. What made you back down? The thing about the security being it's the most evasive app of all. Evasive of app. It was on the news. About, what does that uh, even mean? It uh, about people's privacy. The oh, you're, uh, you're in, invasive. In, oh, evasive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an evasive app. It the just most, like uh, yeah, it, uh, it, invasive it, of your privacy basically. It, and they were saying that there used to be two different versions of it, and now it's kind of like the parent company still kind of can access stuff. Sure. And right. I don't like the idea of something that constantly is playing, like it doesn't turn off. Right. It just gives you something new, and I know I'd be sucked into it. And I'm, I think it's more the um, social addict of myself. I know yeah. that I couldn't would be, stop. It would be bad for me. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, it's hard enough with the social media that I do use to like not use it. But I think TikTok does seem like one of those things that's built for consumption. Mm hmm. But I think that I've realized that by not looking at TikTok that I'm feeling very old. Uh, like I'm out of date with a lot of like social trends and things like TikTok's that. TikTok's like at yeah. its height right now. Right. Well, and it's like all of the all of the movements of like, you know, dance or like jokes and memes and things like that, I feel like are like driven by TikTok anymore. Uh, My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It <laughs> folds. I like to see a wiggle, wiggle, you know. That exactly. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't. I, I don't even know, but I do know that that's a thing. You've heard it. I have. Yeah. It's like riding in my Fiat. You really gotta see it. A full size man and a compact. <laughs> and it was. It was a thing where a guy was like saying it, and they yeah. put it to a rap. Yeah. Made it turn into yep. a rap. Yes. But yes. Yep. yeah, my friends' kids in Hawaii were like all like, "My money don't you?" I was like, and then the dad's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's on TikTok." Right. I have to know where it's from. Yeah. But do you uh, uh, do you think that you would ever make content if you're on TikTok? Just I lurk? wanted to, yeah. the reason I wanted to join is I wanted to do Professor Snape sings the classics and I would just like dress up in this like Snape outfit and it's sing like, good. like yeah. classic Frank Sinatra hymns, wow. like, or lip sync to them or yeah. something. I like that plan actually, Eric. I think there's something to that. I think you do have a good Snape thing going on. I could on. get it going. I mean, I'm letting the hair go gray now, but I just re got it recolored today. So yeah. it's darker again. But when it was black from the dye, it was perfect. <laughs> and it'd be like gray Snape sings the classics. Gray Snape. <laughs> But if I just used it for posting and not 
being on it, but you kind of have to engage yeah. too. So I'm kind of, I think, I don't know, Dolly was on TikTok for a while. Um, wow. But I have not touched it yet. And other another friend who's like my age or almost, he's a couple years younger, he's like, elder millennial on TikTok. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing on here. <laughs> it's for the it's for the kids. It's for the youngins. Right. I mean, I don't even think I know how to use it, you know, as a platform. I was harassed into getting onto TikTok. Of course. From oh you guys know him, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Sweet boy. Sweet yep. boy. Um last name sounds sweet, like a tiger. Gorgeous man. Mm -hmm. yep. Um he's very classically good looking man. Mm -hmm. He beats all of us. Yeah. Yep. Like act is an actual model. Yep. Is you he? know? Yeah, he is. Okay, well, yeah. Um, so he's he's making the big bucks, or he could be. He makes bucks. He makes. Yeah, we're we're all you making ask him bucks. How large? Yeah. How large are those bucks you're making? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a weird question to ask someone. I don't know. Yeah. So I uploaded like a, I don't even know what TikTok calls it, like a rail, like mm. a rail, a rail, a rail, a rail. <laughs> so I uploaded one mm -hmm. and then it got quite a bit of views and then I felt very insecure and then so I deleted my account. Oh wow. Yeah. What all within the, the span the of like three days. It was me trying to mimic an actress on um Narcos. Oh yeah. It, the oh, nice. scene is so random. It's like um what was that guy's name? Uh Escobar. Yeah. Yeah, Pablo Escobar. He's like out in the woods with his like um, affiliated gentlemen, mob people. Yes, and narcos. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and and um, out of the woods comes this like older woman pushing a baby stroller, mm -hmm. and she tells them "Buenos días." But the way she, like the inflection in which she does it, I was trying to like, it just, it just mm -hmm. like got into yeah, my brain yeah. and I had to like mimic it. So it was me just doing it over and over and Can over again. Can you give it one time? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd she do it? Oh, uh, buenos dias. <laughs> and so like that just kept getting stuck in my head. It was me doing it over and over again. That's and good. then, yeah. I feel like I would watch that on TikTok. I think that I could see how you would be a personality on that <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 how you, yeah how did uh how many views did you get in a quick amount of time like 500 very quickly yeah very yeah. quickly and then i got insecure and i deleted it oh man so you kind of liked it but you were worried that it was uh, yeah it, i just felt the pressure of like i have to do oh, this now i have to do this right. yeah I have to be funny all the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and yeah, I, I feel like anything new, I'm like, oh, great, I'm taking this on. What else am I going to stop in order mm -hmm. to fit this in? Right. So that maybe that's part of what TikTok is, too, is mm -hmm. figuring out, do I have time for this? Is TikTok like Instagram where people become influencers and can get sponsorships from people? So, yeah, big uh, time. Yeah. There's a guy that works with uh, Steph, Naf's girlfriend, and mm -hmm. he has over a million followers and makes money on TikTok and doesn't need to do the coffee stand. Crazy. But he does it because he likes doing that or having extra income what a wild place mm -hmm. like just like digital marketing like like i don't know it's just who would have thought that we would have gotten like paid to like myspace you know like yeah it's just kind of this wild like little thing that now like you, you can make can, money on your phone right and you yeah. can like get paid to just like not really i mean they're doing a lot but like to just not have like to, to like socialize it's mm -hmm. just like they're we're outsourcing marketers now in a weird way which is but cool. how does that yeah. How does that even like work out on the sponsored end? Like, is there some type of like, um, 
equation of like per X amount of views, X amount of customers, we get X amount so. of customers. I think so. I think that's like on YouTube, right? It's all view driven mm-hmm. revenue. Yeah. Uh, and they, they yeah. might put an ad in the middle of their video saying this, this is uh-huh. sponsored by so-and-so. Yep. And then they do mm-hmm. that. I don't yeah. know how the TikTok people do it besides like, and I was like, oh, if I want to make money, I have to like take a product and be like, hey, you guys should try Sunny Delight. It's real right. good. Right. Well, you it's know. funny, though, because like some of these things are actually really effective, right? Like uh, Andrew Callahan, Channel 5 News. You guys ever watch him? Uh, you should check it out. I feel like maybe I've mentioned him before, but uh, it's like kind of uh, he, he started off as like ironic kind of news programming and would have these really awkward kind of interviews with people on the street, you know. Nice. Uh, but uh, like he would always still be like getting real answers from people and interviewing people in a way that was uh, actually interesting journalism. And now his thing is transitioned where it still is humorous in a lot of ways, but he's getting uh, like it's kind of grassroots journalism. But oh, they're cool. sponsored by Cash App. Uh, and like he'll always have like a moment in his videos where he like has like this hilarious little Cash App ad that he'll run, you know, and it's uh, like it feels genuine for what kind of yeah. content he's making and who he mm-hmm. is. Uh, so it doesn't feel forced. Uh, and I still get to hear about Cash App, you know. So, well, and it's like podcasts. Um, yeah. Like I did, I have one ad that plays that I did that we could probably do one together, which would be fun for the ad versus me just talking about it. But uh, advertising anchor. Dot FM. So we talk about that on here. So every episode, it's in the middle somewhere. What's anchor.fm? That's where this this podcast lives. Oh. And so by they're our only sponsor. But if you got more, almost the podcast yeah. like, we're sponsored by, like, um, Dax Shepard's one was like, for a while, they're like, MeUndies yeah, <laughs> and different yeah. things. And they talk about all these things. You having trouble in the bedroom? Blah, blah, blah. And they do. They have all these <laughs> things. Hymns. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't know if I want to do these ads. We were approached to do an ad for like That's right. um, a shaving thing system. I was like, no, I don't want shaving to do system. Shaving system of <laughs> sorts. A below the belt shaving system. Wow. A shaving. Why is it a system? <laughs> uh, well, it's a, just a shaver. Oh. Whole like with attachments. And it was like wow. a manscaping thing. That's and right. I was like, I don't. I was like, it's not our audience based on most of our audience is women based on the statistics. Women groom. Yes, this was a manscape thing. And I was like, oh, they can get it for their men. I was like, cool. I don't want to just put this ad on every single episode. It's not really our vibe, you sure. know? Yeah. So, so that's the way they do it too. And they can make it genuine, making yeah. it their own. Yeah. So maybe I need to do Snape Sings the Classics and I need to do ads for drinks in between. Drinks in between. Or any of that stuff. I yeah. didn't understand that last sentence at all you were uh, you were out there Snaps? with sammy snape sings the classics oh yeah <laughs> professor you, snape. how you look like professor snape. Yeah. Yeah. yes and how okay, i could it. be singing classic frank sinatra tunes or lip syncing yeah. them on a mic yeah. and then do little ads on tiktok and Snap get noticed with classics. Snap. no he sounds just like frank sinatra it's like yeah because it's lip syncing yeah you uh, uh, you have a show coming up. You're not singing at it, but that's right. Uh, this podcast oh, yeah. probably won't come out before this show. Is that it right? will. Oh, it will. And this okay. will come out before your show, which is this Friday. Yeah, I have two shows this weekend. Actually, that's right. I show Friday at the Moore. I'm opening oh, for Pat Benatar. <gasps> oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Congrats. That's so fun. You. That's be the fun. one and only yeah. Pat Benatar. It's true. Uh, hit me with your best shot. This, I will. I'll yeah, punch you yeah. later. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> on a Saturday, we're playing at Marymore Park, uh, opening fun. for Drive by Truckers. So yeah, I've that's heard of them too. That's awesome should be cool but Two uh, shows come to those if you're around i think the thing on saturday is like a family thing at mary moore so oh cool yeah it's like and pat benatar is so not fam- don't show up no, if you're yeah, single yeah, exactly yeah no yeah. divorcees yeah. allowed yeah no yeah. divorcees yeah. or or widowers allowed <laughs> right. at the 
<laughs> Saturday bed. Yeah. No, Sounds terrible. Pat Benatar, I think, is is for the the elderly at this point. You it's know. a twenty one and up show. Uh, yeah, probably. When you I say elderly, yeah, yeah. elderly, like I'm not thinking of the 21 plus crowd. I'm thinking of like the audience. Yeah. Senior Demi- audience. The demographics. I think so. it's probably for older folks. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like people or nostalgia. Some people yeah. just love the eighties. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think that's the thing. If you love Pat Benatar. Yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. saw her picture on the more theater ad and I was like, that looks, I mean, she looked, I was like, that looks different but i haven't seen a picture of Ben in so long I mean, and her yeah, hair is a little different it's been years you know yeah. but yeah. still still yeah. gonna be rad yeah it's gonna yeah. be great no she's still killing it so yeah, yeah so david has fun. two shows this week but you have a show the following week which the second episode will be on that one but we have one at el corazon on the 24th yes. of august nice. and we're opening Put the show at 7 p.m it's a half hour set for us yep. come and hear some instrumental proggy Rock music. Proggy rock. Yes. Not rock. Uh, froggy. Froggy rock. Prog. Frog. Progressive rock. Froggy prog. Yeah. And you still need to buy a ticket for that. Yeah. Uh, you can too. get it at the door probably. So I was telling people. That I was, <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say well, because. What, what makes you guys the most money if I buy it straight from you? It doesn't matter. Honestly. They make and no they money wanted, way. They wanted. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, we make no money either, right? <laughs> We're the opening band and they added four or three other bands after our friend's band. So there's five total. Wow. So I don't know how much money anyone's making. Night. It is well. We start at seven. I'm sorry, I'm so pumped for this show. <laughs> now listen, Dolly. We start at seven. Our like, friends' wow, band it's, it's start plays so right after us, <laughs> and the other bands sound really cool too. the 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 headlining band sounds like uh, Weedus a little bit. The Weedus. singer, Hi, remember the nope. Teenage Dirtbag song? Oh yeah. So that like a high pitched voice. It's trending right now. It's trending now, and the, and it sounds yeah. really catchy. So they're playing last. I'll be around for the whole show because that's what you do when you play. You stick around, but mm-hmm. you guys don't have to. You guys could show True. up, watch us play, and leave. If you're a if you sucker. Want. Yeah. If you're, if you're a sucker. Idiot. Chump. Yeah. If you're a trash so, bag. But here's the thing: they they advertised the website was like it's twelve dollars a ticket for the show. I was like cool, and I go on the site to check it out. Four dollars and fifty cents service fees, Oof. and I'm yeah. like, Boy. it's not a twelve dollar ticket. It's a sixteen fifty ticket. Mm-hmm. Like we should advertise that way. So I think getting at the door, may, they still said there's service fees, but I hope it's just the same price. What as is online. it? Service fees at the door. That's that's what ex- they said. I asked about extortion. it. Extortion. That's like well, and I don't want to yeah. slam any certain venues for certain things. I don't know why they do it's it. All but the venues, man. Because I asked, I was like, hey, if I pick some up, so I, I'm gonna get some to some friends. Can I pick them up for the twelve dollars? Because you used to be able to get them at the show box for without the service fees. And they said, actually, there's still these service fees if you pick them up in person, so it doesn't matter. So you could buy them on a link when I post later this week about it yep. online, or you could just go to the door. Yeah. But there's service fees anyway. Yeah, yeah service okay. fees all around. All around. Round of service fees on me, everybody. But why not just put the ticket price and put the service fees in it? I have no idea because I mean, like it's advertising. You know, it's like nineteen ninety five rather than twenty bucks. You know, so it looks looks way better. Yeah, exactly. But no, I don't know. That's silly. Well, I yeah. will say I will say this. It'll be fun, and I and all the shows will be great. Yep. Come on out if you like live music. Come on. And come on. I do like playing music. It's been a long time. Yep. So I I'm excited to play, but there's two as I was practicing yesterday. There's two parts in two songs. I was like, oh yeah, these I wasn't playing exactly correctly. So I have a little more work to do this week. Yeah. But nervous? almost there. I'm not, I don't get nervous anymore. You gotta I just, vomit before the, No, that was our that was our friend and our old drummer <laughs> who would You go a little pee pee before each show probably. <laughs> but he would actually puke before every show. He'd oh, be wow. nervous and he'd puke. 
Nice. Wow. So I don't I don't get that. I'm just excited to play. But these are he harder. looks great though. Yeah, he looked great. Thin <laughs> form. Thin, he looked yeah, amazing. Lean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His Sweaty. face yeah. kind of pale. Yeah. <laughs> Puke green. Very fair yeah. skin. Eye yeah. shot. Yeah. Eyes are red. Cry. Yeah. Looks like he's been crying in the back for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, he. Um, yeah, he. He's a great friend, and he, he actually did, did just out of nervousness puke. But poor guy. I would. When I was playing music that I was more more like familiar with and was easier for me to play, I was not nervous at all. This one, I'm like, hopefully my brain doesn't just stop in the middle of a song. And be like, where yeah. where am I? Well, just know if it these does, ten parts. Will be there looking at you. Yeah. The Great. Great. Bass solos awesome. the entire time. Bass solos. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing bass. Yeah. I'm playing bass. Yeah. Nice. Face solos. Face solos. I thought you said. I was like, no bass. <laughs> make faces. So well, coming out to David shows this week. Mine's next week. Um, Dolly show. Do that. I don't do that. Dolly those. used to do shows. You've done more shows. David plays all the time. You've done shows earlier than I have. You've done like live stuff in the past year or two. Probably three years you've done a show. I don't remember. With with the but, band. All right. Yeah, you played like farmers markets back in the day. You've done oh, a lot of stuff. Oh sure. Oh sure. That's a show. Yeah, but come That's see these show. guys. They're great. They're nice boys. Um it's true. We care about people. They'll say our hi. Families. One we'll time hi. I saw you at um it's the Fremont one. Oh, Abby? Oh. Fremont Abby? No, no, no. Nectar. High dive. Nectar. Ooh. And I didn't tell you I was coming. I came up, I came with friends oh, and yeah. then we were leaving and I caught you outside and the look on your face <laughs> made my night. You're oh. like, what are you, what? <laughs> it was great. It was what are you wild. doing yeah. here? No, I definitely will be as surprised if anyone comes out. So, yeah. 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 So great. Make your Prepare friends Prepare for happy. that reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Come on out to the show. Come check it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Episode 79. Thanks for joining us for Shooting Debris with David Salonen. We didn't even say our guest name at the beginning. You know who it is already. Yeah, they should have known. Victor is his middle name. This is going to like, this could be a post in this prelude. They're going to like fly back in. Post Malone. Yeah. We're post Maloneing your intro. Yeah. We're going to do it at the end. Yeah. We just did. Great.